Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about how Apple's got some new guts. So Apple had their Worldwide Developers Conference, and I'll be going over a lot more of everything in depth once the podcast actually comes back from summer break on August 5th, August 4th, I'm sorry, on the 4th. But I wanted to talk about this one because one of the main things that they came up, they came out with and announced was that they were going to start using their own silicone chips. So they're going to be going to ARM based CPUs which is very similar to the ones they're already using in the iPhones and the iPads. They are going to be doing that, but they're also going to be going away from Intel. So they've been on Intel chips since 2006. And now they feel that they've got enough under their belt to where they can create their own chips. They've been doing it with the iPhones and the iPads. So why not do it for the rest of their lineup? Of course, they're going to start with the MacBook and MacBook Pro. Now, granted, they haven't come out with any cost for these new chips or anything like that. But they did have a couple of demos that they did with Final Cut Pro, Photoshop, and a couple other ones that, you know, most people that use Macs are going to use. Your video editing, audio editing, that kind of thing. So they did have demos of that against a regular Intel-based MacBook. And the performance seemed to be there, if not a little bit better. But what does that mean for you real world? Well, real world, it means that you're going to get a little bit better battery life for one out of your MacBook or your MacBook Pro. The performance may suffer a little bit. It just kind of depends on how the program you're using is coded simply because the two chips use vastly different instruction sets to be able to work the new arm chips use a much simpler instruction set than the intel chips and amd chips so while the instruction set is a lot simpler that does make them faster by comparison because they don't have as much stuff to go through as much code to run through so in that sense yes it does make them faster and real world performance seemed to be on par, but being that ARM based chips are built from the ground up to conserve power and to use low power, will it be able to handle bigger loads that, you know, the Intels and the AMDs, will they be able to do those kind of jobs at the same, the same rate? That's going to be kind of up in the air for a little while, at least until we get some benchmarks and see exactly how they work. But for right now, it's gonna be, if you're in the market for a MacBook or a MacBook Pro right now, do you go ahead and get the Intel-based ones knowing that in a couple of three years, they're not gonna be supported, at least not nearly as heavily supported as they are now? Or do you hold off for a year or so and then get the new ARM chips once they become more mainstream and there's more stuff out there for them so that's going to be the question a lot of people are going to be asking themselves right now and personally if i was in the market for 
a MacBook or a MacBook Pro. I would actually I would hold off, but I would actually hold off for a while because once the new ARM chips come out and they get going, then you have to have app makers program, you know, people reprogram a lot of the stuff to work on these ARM chips. You're going to have they're going to have to redo a lot of the drivers because the drivers that let all of the hardware communicate with each other, that's going to have to be redone. So some stuff may work. Some stuff may work better. Some stuff may not not work at all. It just depends on the compatibility and whether or not they can actually get the code to work correctly. If I was in the market, it would be four or five years down the road, at least before I look to a new MacBook. But on the plus side, if you are in the market right now, you could still pick up an Intel based chip, uh, MacBook or a MacBook Pro. And by the time the ARM based chips come of age and they get most, if not all the kinks worked out, you know, four or five years down the road, then that's probably about the time when Intel is going to be phased out anyway. So you're going to be looking at getting an ARM based MacBook or MacBook Pro anyway. So if you are in the market right now, don't let it scare you because they haven't even come out yet for one. And they're still going to support Intel based MacBooks and MacBook Pros for a while. So don't let it scare you right now. The big question mark is going to be two or three years down the road. <laughs> if, you, if you're not quite in that place yet, but you want to be in a couple of years, that's when the really, really gray area is going to come in, I think. And we're going to have to wait and see exactly how that plays out because anytime you're phasing from one chip manufacturer to another, it's going to be a long, slow, arduous pain of a process and there's always going to be growing pains. So just keep that in mind. And like I said, it's going to be, if, if you're in the market right now, don't worry about it. There's really nothing you can do or say about it right now, unless you want to wait for the latest and greatest and get the arm based one once they come out. But if you're in the market right now, don't worry about not getting that or anything like that. Go ahead and get the Intel based one. You're going to be fine. You know, that everything will be supported for a while anyway. Don't forget, check out the website, DownSouthITPodcast.com, the Facebook page at DownSouthIT, and also the YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe to any or all. If you don't mind, let me know you stopped in. And thank you for listening. This has been My Two Cents.